Hi, and welcome to the Seven Elements of Wellness podcast. I'm Trisha Marcus. And I'm Lacey Wall, aka L-Dub. We are the creators of the Seven Elements of Wellness lifestyle routine, dedicated to helping you feel good more than you don't. The Seven Elements of Wellness are spiritual, mental, emotional, relational, nutritional, physical, and financial. And what we found is that we're all living these elements. It's how much attention are we giving each one. Because where your attention goes, your energy flows. When you combine them all and they flow together, it's powerful. This is personal development combined with an overall wellness program. After over 15 years spent on our own health and wellness journey and trying countless practices and modalities, we discovered it's not woo-woo, it's wellness. Woo-woo. Each one of us is on our own path, and what resonates with one might not resonate with another. The purpose of this podcast is to save you time, money, and energy by bringing you the knowledge and the tools that can help empower you and meet you where you're at. It's really a journey of self-love, a foundation to help you be the best version of yourself and let go of the version of you that tells you you're not. Learning to get uncomfortable with being uncomfortable and just be. Let's go. Let's see how many days in a row we can flow. Welcome to the podcast. We have another great episode today where we are sharing stories. Hey! Today we have Junita Chadburn with us, and she has a beautiful story to share about her seven elements of wellness journey. Trish and Lacey, I'm going to let you jump in with her and really, really get to the nitty gritty of her experience because it's been such a beautiful journey. Junita, we're so excited that you're here with us today. Thank you. What a transformation you have had, and I can't wait to hear about what the last year has brought into your life and the differences that you've seen. Taking it back, I remember when I first met you. It was on a group hike. Yes. yes. Someone, Lacey Johnson, brought you to a group hike. And do you remember how you felt during that group hike? Like, where were you at in your life? I was in a really dark place in my life at that point, um, dealing with a lot of grief. I was doing a lot of change. My father had just passed away. So... That Sunday, I was actually supposed to take that hike with my dad. And you guys opened that hike up for a community event. So I knew I had to go, even though I didn't want to. It was hard. It was cold. My mind wasn't in the right place. And I bet I met um, Lacey Johnson. I'd known some of the others of you guys, but she was just so beautiful and caring and just stayed with me even though I you know struggled up the hike most of the way but it was cold and sandy and all the things (laughs) so it was a good experience for me to start my new journey Mm. of feeling uncomfortable and meeting new people because I don't really have a family so I need to define my tribe at that point. I love that you showed up no matter what for yourself and put yourself out there and took that it's, it's scary sometimes showing up for things when you don't know people and doing hard things and especially what you're going through. So I'm so glad that you made that decision there because I just was with you two weeks ago and you did another <laughs> you did another community hike. And this time you climbed to the top of the Red Mountain, which is yeah, you did. probably the hardest <laughs> hike, one of the hardest so hikes in southern Utah. Yep. Um, I think harder than Angel's Landing, which people think is a hard hike in Zion National Park. So you did it to the top. What was your experience doing one of the hardest hikes now a year later? For that hike, 
it was, I wanted so many people to come and join the community and just do all the things. I encouraged so many people and the person closest to me, which is my son. And for whatever reason, it just wouldn't work out. I didn't see it at the time. It was discouraging, but it was because I needed to experience that on my own. Mm. I needed to experience the struggles and the difficulties on my own and just keep putting one step in front of the other. Even if I had to just take seven steps at a time or 10 steps at a time, I just had to do that for myself and gain that personal strength for myself. Showing up for myself that day was beautiful because I could have gained all of the knowledge that I did that day if he would have been there. But he still gets to experience my growth from that experience, but in a different way, even though I wanted him to come so bad. Beautiful. Next time he's going to be there. Yes. He'll be meant to be there at that point. Yep. It's timing, right? So what we're talking about here is the seven elements of wellness lifestyle challenge. Tell me about that. So we have a challenge that focuses on seven areas of wellness. It's very specific things that you do in each area. And you decided, I'm going to do this challenge. Now, what made you decide and what made you decide I'm going to make it for a year? So when I chose to do the seven elements, I would do it for the seven days and stop and all the things. And then I committed to myself um, January 1st, 2022, that I wanted to make it the entire year for myself, no matter what that looked like. For me, I feel like a lot of times I'm pretty codependent in wanting to do things with others. I always want to be around others and do things with other people. And I really thought that that's what I was going to get out of it originally, but it didn't look like that. And it was for my best interest. I learned to love myself, meet myself where I'm at, just really dig deep into a lot of grief and traumas. But I got to pour into myself and learn. But at that moment, I didn't, you know, we don't know why we're doing certain things. I didn't know why I was showing up. I didn't know, but it was preparing me for what was to come. Because without the seven elements, I wouldn't. I mean, I did the seven elements of wellness during the hardest, most excruciating time of my life. I was practically losing my son to addiction. I did it alone as a mom. During that time, I saved his life. It was hard. But if I didn't have the tools and the resources by doing the seven elements... I wouldn't have been able to show up for him every day. And he got to see how strong and powerful I became. And it was inspiring to him. And I mean, even in his darkest days, he's like, Mom, I just want to do the elements with you. Teach me the things. And he would do it for a little bit. And, you know, unfortunately, things wouldn't go our way. But it was so beautiful because, like I was saying, it was preparing me for my journey. And then when he went into recovery, it was a beautiful experience. I not only got to show up for my son, I got to show up for a house full of people that had nobody, absolutely nobody. And they got to see my light. I didn't have that light two years Mm -hmm. ago. And so even though I felt alone a lot, like doing my exercises and doing the things, I was technically, and I'm not alone. I learned that I'm not alone, even though... That's what it felt like a lot. I mean, I could say a lot. I don't. 
that. It was just a beautiful thing, learning so many things about myself that I didn't know existed. That is so powerful. I have chills. You're amazing, <laughs> When I, As I sit here listening to your story, Jeannie, I'm so proud of you. Thank you. I'm so proud of you because as I sit here, I'm, I'm looking into a mirror. You inspire me to inspire you. I've just watched the strength and the resilience. And I'm so grateful because you are the epitome of what the seven elements is about. This is why I chose to do this because I also found self-love mm-hmm. through this. This is the purpose of the seven elements of wellness is to find our true self-love, mm-hmm. right? So to hear you, to hear you, your story and your journey, and that's exactly what you got about how it's transcending to your son and to the group and to the world is exactly what we're here to do together. And I'm just proud of you. And I'm glad that you remember that you're not alone because that was also a big lesson mm-hmm. that I needed to learn. You know, even when you're around a, much, a support of people, it's, it's digging into your elements and learning about you that really pushes you and shows you how to be in life. Mm-hmm. I couldn't be more proud of you. Thank you. You're incredible. And thank you for thank you for showing others. You inspire me to inspire you. Please excuse my voice. I've been doing a lot of I've been doing a lot of screaming in my <laughs> class. It's been very emotional. <laughs> a lot of a lot of energy. We just had an event the other night and I'm just yeah. so excited. And so I'm feeling I'm feeling that energy right now. So please excuse my voice. You've had so the biggest transformation you would say is self love. Did you see anything else show up in your life? from doing the seven elements, either like financially, physically, what other things can you think of that have transformed? Spiritually, when I lost my father, I really struggled with spirituality. Like it was something that I was unsure of now. And the um, religion that I was in wasn't showing me what I was once shown. So for me, it was really phenomenal to actually dig into my own spirituality of what I believe and not what others want me to believe. I've been able to, I feel pretty confident where I'm at right now to where I can hopefully make that decision soon of what I want to do. But I got to learn a lot, meditate, sit with myself, go on hikes and just connect with nature and the universe was so beautiful to me. Something that I got so much more out of than just sitting in a building. Mm -hmm. Physically, I've done a huge shift. I mean, I have some things that I struggle with, you know, physically. I mean, I could do better, but it encourages me to do better and not do the same thing because I would find certain things to become redundant or boring. And I just, I would just switch it up. I could now dance and I could go on hikes and walks and sometimes I got to connect with people but sometimes it was meant for me to connect with myself and overcome a lot of fear and things that I told myself that were untrue you know it's so scary to go for a walk by myself and I would overthink it I'm I'm just going to dance instead you know because then I have people there and I'm safe but it was like I'm meant to go do certain things something I feel called to ask you about is sugar Mm. And I noticed between you and Marissa, you guys have both done it a long amount of time. Is it, Do you feel like the sugar is easiest because it's stayed away from it for so long? Or like me personally, this is one that I've struggled with. And we've talked about it before. We've had conversations and, mm-hmm. and you were very strict with yourself at first. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know if you had fruit. I don't remember how it was. I remember it being very strict. And I was just always like, wow, I have a strong dopamine gene, dopamine gene <laughs> towards sugar. And it has been one that's got me. And it's mostly the timing of like when I eat it. Like, yeah. 
night and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So I'm always curious how the sugar, because that's one of our, it's our nutritional elements, one right. of the biggest ones, and it's a big thing for a lot of people. The sugar for me was very difficult, like you said in the beginning, and I have to understand something very precisely, and I want to do it the right way, and I'm going to just ugh, question it and think it over and over and over, and what can I actually eat? So yes, as I didn't eat sugar, I didn't eat donuts and cake and all the crappy food, but I still ate fruit if I had a sweet tooth. I don't love sweets a lot as it is, but you don't realize how much bad things are in your food. I mean, when I actually dove and dive deep into like all the different sugars, there's like hundreds of different things that can be classified as sugar just because it doesn't say it's sugar on there. So it was like, I just got it more organically and naturally from like fruit. If I really, really had a sweet tooth or something, you know, like I like to drink apple cider vinegar if I don't feel good because I can't take medication. So I put just a little bit of honey in there. So natural sugars, like a lot of my family has a lot of struggles with, you know, health concerns like diabetes and things. So it really helped motivate me to be mindful of what actually goes into our food. So yes, at the beginning, it was Very hard because it's like, oh, well, what can I eat then? Fruits and vegetables. Two weeks ago or three weeks ago, I went to Angel's class and I didn't realize that. So I have a life coach as well that I'm on my sixth month and we've been working specifically on my food. And I didn't realize I had a poor relationship with food until I went to her class and I went to the grocery store and there was chicken on sale and I was so excited. And then I caught myself going into my 15 year old girl of going to buy things that were bad for me. And then I was, I knew then I had a issue with sugar or, you know, processed foods or whatever. And I went home and I was like, what am I doing? Then I didn't really like, I just got rid of it. But like I ate, you know, like I got one of them was like a loaf of French bread. And that took me back to emotionally because it's triggering because that's her purpose. And so for the sugar, Yeah, definitely. It just changed my life. It makes me feel so much better mentally, emotionally. Like I have a lot more clarity. I can do so much more. And then it teaches me to, you know, like the going forward into like future, like my son, my grandson, and just knowing what are in things and to benefit when you just don't really know. It's so powerful. And like you said, especially with your family history and diabetes Mm -hmm. and all of that, like you're actually, I don't even know if you recognize, but what you're choosing to do with this lifestyle, you are putting those sleeping giants to sleep. Mm -hmm. So you are changing the expression of your genes that does change future Mm -hmm. generations. So way to show up for you and just inspiring beyond inspiring. Yeah. You released some weight. Oh, I released some weight. Probably, I want to say approximately 35 pounds. Um, I'm a little bit plateaued and stuck right now, but I'm um, expanding on seven elements with 75 hard. Yeah, that's what I heard. I was going to say, little birdie told me you're starting <laughs> 75 hard with a yes. couple people, Yes, right? Yeah, so I'm doing that to expand. I do a lot of intermittent fasting, different things, listening to my body, connecting with what I should be doing right now. I'm starting off my first exercise for the day. So one of my challenges from my life coach was to not press snooze anymore. So 75 is hard is going to help with that because I do my first workout in the morning. So that'll be good. Get my body started and then throughout the rest of the day and then I can dance or do whatever in something indoors or outdoors later. Yeah, yeah. That, that's I keep been dancing. Nice. 
Yeah, I keep dancing. I know, I need to. <laughs> I'm super excited for you to go through 75 Hard because, yeah. you know, that was our journey and uh-huh. what started it. And then we found it was not very congruent with the self-love part, mm-hmm. right? Because it was very failure state mm-hmm. and military mindset, which we needed. We needed a show we could do hard things. And I mm-hmm. totally am so grateful for that program and always will be. But I love that you're able to integrate the seven elements with it yep. and just challenge yourself. And just really, it's just deep diving deeper. Right. The difference in the program is that's two workouts instead right. of one, right. you know, more pages of reading, yeah. some extra water. Yeah, sometimes it so, takes that challenge to kind of jumpstart you. To jumpstart, you. Jump start, you that yeah. And that, that military mindset to yeah. get you going to dive deeper. Mm-hmm. It's like that extension, that little bridge. Exactly. For you. seven elements, it was becoming, because I did it every day consistently, it just Mm-hmm. habits it, yeah literally like the tiny habits like you just literally I just get up and I do it every single day yep. so I was like kind of mindlessly doing a lot of it right. so I needed to do more so I'm not stuck again yeah so this will just get me started and I'll just um go right back into probably just the seven elements again <laughs> right well what I hear you saying is it's those tiny habits uh-huh. and that's we just keep creating new yeah. tiny habits come exactly. habits become mm-hmm. routine and behaviors mm-hmm. And so, yeah, just recreating, that's that's how I look into diving into the elements mm-hmm. is just recreating those tiny habits, like tiny habits that are going to get us to the next level in that exactly. element. Yeah. yeah, the 75 hard is mostly because I most, like you said, I do most of it. It's just for me to wake up early in the morning. And if I have something I commit to, I will commit to it and do it. But if I don't, then I'm not going to. And I need to not press snooze a million times. There you go. Yeah. (laughs) Commit, don't quit. The snooze. (laughs) I love it. Great. So one last thing I remember. So you committed to doing a year Mm -hmm. and seven elements and it was almost a year. Yes. And what happened? Hmm. (laughs) She's like, oh, you're going to bring that up. Yes. Yes, I made it almost a year. And at first I was so upset with myself. So discouraging because again, it was one of those, do I sleep in? Do I go to bed at a decent time? I had to. And at that time I was being asked to sleep regularly by my coach that I'm working with because um, I went through a really hard year. It was almost the entire year that I was doing the seven elements, but I was also struggling with my home life with my son. And so at this point he's safe, he's in recovery, he's doing the things that he needs to do. So then now it was my time to really focus on my physical element, but it needed to be for my sleep. So that day specifically was a Thursday. I have to be to work at six. I barely made it to work that day. It was just a lot of things. And then I had to immediately go from work to group for my son, but he was in Parowan. So then by the time I got home, it was late that day. It was so windy and scary. I barely even got home. It was like, do I go to sleep or do I do my workout and stay up all night? Because if I work out too late, then I'm really wired and then I can't sleep. So unfortunately, (laughs) I chose to go to sleep as I was kind of encouraged to do. And so the next day it was just pure regret. But then as I look forward and it was a lesson for me to know that it's okay to make changes or mistakes or slow down for a minute because I was doing a lot and it was for me to really connect with myself at that point. It was a beautiful experience because I don't see myself, obviously. Others see me, but it was they seen the difference in me and then I got to see this is what it looks like for other people that struggle perhaps, you know. But then I just pick up and I I just started again. You know, I don't know what day I'm on now, but (laughs) it's so powerful because I remember I ran into you and I asked you about it and she just 
started crying, right? She had an mm-hmm. emotional reaction to it. And I was like, oh, no, girl, you have not failed the seven no. elements. You are what it is about. about. And t- making that choice, reflecting, being still, looking inward and realizing I need to do what's best for my body. And today it's restorative sleep. Mm-hmm. That's the power. And you got back up the next day and you did the seven elements the right that's way. Right. You know, that's what it's about. That's yeah. the self-love. And I remember Lacey, when we first started this, had the same exact thing. We're stranded <laughs> on the side of a road up in Salt Lake. I had to drive up and get her Nephi, right? Yep. Drove up, stranded, and it's windy. It's beyond crazy. It's late. And she's like, I got to get my workout. She's freaking out. I got to get my 45 minutes. Freaking. I'm like, uh, no, we're not doing this at midnight. Yep. <laughs> we are going to go to sleep. And take care of ourselves. And that was a big, for you, moment of realizing, okay, this is not 75 hard. This is self-love. Yep. I took that same journey. And that's what I love about you sharing your story with everybody. Because really, that's the difference between the challenge and the lifestyle routine. Mm -hmm. Right? Because there's the challenge. And what I say about the challenge is, like, yeah, you do it the way for the challenge. Mm -hmm. And wow, look how long you did the challenge. Right. (laughs) Look how long you did the challenge. Right? But what you got out of that, that's what it's about. Mm-hmm. That's life. That's what I talk about. The waves, surfing, mm-hmm. riding the waves. Like, mm-hmm. that's real life. And that has also been my story about learning how to restore my physical body. Mm-hmm. And the biggest thing was sleep. So it's teaching you mm-hmm. about self-love. It's teaching you about yourself. It's so empowering. That's what the lifestyle is about. Mm-hmm. And to see how long you could go for a challenge and then you can do hard things, that's phenomenal. That's incredible. Yeah. And what you get out of both, the value that you get out of both is mm-hmm. just beyond. So thank you for being a part of that. So grateful for your story. Thank you. So any advice for people that are maybe going to embark on this challenge or in the middle of it? Any advice that you would give? I feel like it's a beautiful experience only because you get so many things to work on. And even if you do five or seven or however many you can do a day, it really truthfully changes your life. I mean, I have so many stories on each element. You know, if you're struggling financially, like it teaches you not to fear. It teaches you, I mean, finances are very scary for me most of the time. And I've always feared it. But, you know, with the small changes of like, okay, I've got to work on my financial element today and it's it has to look different today than just reading something or looking into something. So I'm going to call my Internet provider and see what I can do. And you just like, oh, my gosh, like, how is it so low now? Like just little things that if you just keep trying, maybe you didn't get the answer yesterday, but you might get it tomorrow. But just really pouring into yourself and honestly, the best thing that you're not going to get out of it, what you think. And it's kind of like not what you expect in a completely different way, but it's so powerful because it's in a way that you actually need it and it will meet you right where you're at. I mean, give yourself grace. You know, that day, like I said, I didn't obviously know what I was going to feel later, but it really taught me a lot that it's okay. I did six of the elements that day. I didn't do one of them, but my physical element that day was rest. I needed to listen to my body, slow down and connect with myself. And being still with myself was just as powerful as getting my workout in the freezing cold. (laughs) And so just really showing up for yourself and it 
changes your mindset in such a beautiful way that when you're going out into the world, into the community, people are watching you even when you don't think that they are. I have had so many people like, you're changing, you're so different. And I'm like, wait, how? Like, I don't see it, you know? And when I say that I can show up for others, that was such a beautiful experience. And meeting them where they're at, when you see the reactions on other people's faces for the smallest things, like for Christmas, I took the house rocks with a meaning for recovery and it was a rock specified on recovery. And I didn't know until I recently went back last week and it's like, they're cherishing those moments of the beautiful experience because I was able to be the light for someone else. But if I wasn't choosing to pour into the seven elements every day, then I wouldn't have been able to do that for someone else. That relationship element right there and the impact it makes. Mm -hmm. It's beautiful, Janita. Something else in me to be encouraged that it's okay to tell my story whatever that looks like, and meeting an individual where they're at in their story. You know, we all can relate to something. But before Seven Elements, I could have never done this or talked in front of people, like talking in groups or anything like that. I hear you on that one, friend. <laughs> Come a long way and together. Yes. Yeah, we can and we are, right? <laughs> Look at us go. I'm so grateful that you've been on this journey with us, and I cannot wait to see what the next year brings and the year <laughs> after that, because as we know, we're never done growing. We're never done um, remembering and returning to wholeness, and that's what this program brings. And thank you for showing showing up and showing us that. Since the recording of this episode, unfortunately, Janita has lost her son, Devin Chadburn. We reached out to talk to her to see how she'd like us to proceed with this episode since she talks a lot about him and his recovery and this is a big part of her story. She's asked us to read the following statement to you. If you or a loved one is struggling with mental illness or addiction, please reach out for help. The community has many resources. Devin had 105 days of sobriety. He had one bad day and he chose to numb his pain. Unfortunately, that choice resulted in his passing. Did you know fentanyl, like any other substance, does not discriminate? Fentanyl is extremely painful to detox from. Medical treatment and proper treatment was the only way Devin was even able to be with us any longer. Fentanyl affects all of us more than meets the eye. It's everywhere and can affect you, your children, and loved ones. Even touching it on any surface or money can cause a reaction or worse. Being mindful and aware is so important. Loving memory of my son, Devin Lee Chadbourne. 